Blog Talk Radio. of emergency. <laughs> bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to bitches, do? I'm sorry. Bitches, 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 I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Corporate love and hustle. Making money hustle. Independent business 24 struggle. On the block hustle. Crooked cop hustle. No sleep in these streets 24 struggle. On the stroll hustle. Tricking John hustle. Working the pole. That's your goal 24 struggle. You know we hustle around here. Yeah. 
now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, hey. Happy Friday, y'all. Welcome to Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand. And half the time, y'all, she my left hand. This is Miss Tony. We be busy over here, y'all. We 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 do we we do a lot. We do a lot working together. We do a lot working separately. But I do appreciate she because she uh, she always she my right and my left. <laughs> oh, thanks, please. But you got a sister over here sweating out these curls out of what to get today, girl. <laughs> I'm over here dancing. The struggle is real, peeps. The struggle is real. <laughs> you over there trying to be cute? Y'all know. Don't act like y'all don't know. Y'all know y'all hair be done. You be trying to dance all cute, trying to make sure that you'll be messing up your makeup. When you eat, you eat a certain way. Now, I will say, side note, shout out to the brat. The brat showed us on live how to eat and not mess up the makeup, not mess up the oh. lipstick. I'm telling y'all, she she did a live. She was eating some banana pudding, and I kept saying mm-hmm. she ain't got no lipstick on that fork yet. It was the way she was eating, and I said, I done found a new way to eat and not mess up my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, but I had to turn the AC up on this side of the chat room. But you guys know, know me and Alicia, we just get that talking. And my struggle is real over here because Alicia know what I'm trying to do, multitask. And she over there laughing at me. But welcome <laughs> to the chat room. We are so happy to have you guys. And just for the record, Alicia may think it's Friday, but it's Thursday. Oh, Lord. We're going to act like it, it's technically our Friday. Y'all, this is the last show of Let's Chat until October. We're about to kick it off with a group, a team. Our topic today is team building, and we got a team for y'all today. We got Kagarmer and Ink in the building. They all are going to come in. We're going to get to talk to the publishers, to the authors. I mean, it's going to be fun. Then we're going to talk some talk. We're just about to have a good old time in literature here on Let's Chat. Absolutely. And for all those that are just tuning in, my name is Tony once again, and I am joined by the one and only fantabulous Miss Alicia. For all those that are new, let me just give you guys a little bit of what we do here on Let's Chat. We are readers first and foremost, Alicia and I, and we love literature the royal way, but we not only celebrate literature, we celebrate all walks and arts in life. Everybody has come through the doors of Let's Chat, and we have been so grateful for them. Just check out our rich archives. You may find a thing or two in there to satisfy your palate because we have such a diversified guest every week here on Let's Chat. But we love doing everything the royal way. Our show allows our listeners, who are now our family, as well as our guests, to interact in a fun friendly and intimate environment. We get to hear the passion behind what it is that our guests do because you never know who may listen in and you may touch them at a certain point in their lives. And they just needed a word. And we've had so many words sitting up in here in the chat room. So we appreciate everybody. And like we said, we are about to end our summer here on a fantastic Fantastic note with the conglomerate ink. I'm excited, least. I've been looking forward to this show ever since we booked them. It's going to be a fun night. Absolutely, absolutely. And for all those, because we we get a lot of inboxes, a lot of emails about coming on the show. So 
for all of those that are listening and that are wanting to get on Let's Chat, we're going to be out for the month of September. However, we will be back in October, but you can still do a blog interview on our um, Hardcore Reader blog on Blogger. Mm-hmm. Just send your request to the chat radio show at gmail.com. We also have different posts on our social media where you can just put your name and your email, and then we'll send you out the email, and that's to be able to get on our blog, and then we can set you up for a show date on the radio uh, in October or November, you know, wherever it falls. Um, We normally take December off, but, Uh yeah. So we appreciate y'all. We appreciate all the love, all the support. Thank y'all for all of our listeners who refer authors, who refer. I mean, we've had more than just authors. We've had musicians on. I mean, doctors, lawyers. I'm just. It's. It's. We're really athletes. We've had everybody. Athletes. Yes, this is our 225th show, and we just appreciate y'all for all the love. Now, we do get a lot of independent music, and so one thing we're going to incorporate in 2019, which we're starting a little bit now, is with the music that we play, we want you all to be able to tell us what you think about it because people are always sending us music. But the thing is, we want to play what you all like to hear, and if you all don't like it, we'll play it once, but that's what, you know, after that we're not going to play it. I'm just saying, we'll send me no inboxes, but if the people don't like it, we, we can't keep playing it. So we appreciate everybody, Ike Breeze, um, Blue Marley, um, Xavier Lewis, Keith Robinson. We thank them for always sending us music and showing us love, necessary. And um, Mr. Omar Tyree, he's always thinking of us, always sending us his new music. Yes, Omar Tyree does more than just books, child. Yes. We just appreciate y'all. Y'all always looking out for us. Y'all always sending us music, always thinking about us. Um, it's one more It's one more label that sends us music. <clears throat> I can't think of it, y'all. I've been working all day. Um, but we appreciate y'all. Y'all know we do. So right now, we're going to play a little Wind It Up. Now, this is from Xavier Lewis. It's, it's the single off of his new um, album that's getting ready to come out He's also going to do a listening party Here on Let's Chat So we're going to get to listen to his album I'm excited But he got this uh-huh. one song called Wind It Up We want y'all to listen to it Tell us what you think And then we'll be right back Okay Baby show me how you sexy wind it Yeah yeah Baby, show me how you sexy wanna Ooh, yeah, yeah Baby, show me how you sexy wanna Yeah, yeah Girl, I wanna see you sexy wanna Ooh, damn, girl, you're top tier Act so fast, like you mixed with reindeer Body of a Let's bring that thing here Love it when you wind it up Baby You sparkle like a chandelier So soft and warm You're my favorite teddy bear Yeah baby I'ma light it up Now throw it back While I'm squeezing on your butt 
wanna kiss you from your thighs up to your ears You got a body of a goddess, bring that thing here Love it when you wind it up, baby You ain't gotta have no fear Baby girl, I got you if your king is Yeah. Oh, 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 o
Running up the check, running up the check, yeah, yeah. Stepping on their neck, stepping on their neck, yeah, yeah. Haters popping off, I don't feel a threat, yeah, yeah. Better come correct, gotta get respect. I was born for this, I will, I will go to war for this. If you standing in my way, you gon' be on the floor for this. I'm a savage, 21 savage, a grenade without a fin. Taking over, no apologies, I'm killing all this shit. That nigga KJ here bust quick Better watch what you say when you run your lips He's crazy in the range, you don't give a uh-huh. shit Pop pills, that boy is so That's ill right. Disrespect, then you get killed Slipping on my device, put the DC Slap it to the bitches, I want sleep hype, yeah You don't want it with the kid from Jersey Better pray to the Lord for some mercy Cause when I come, I come with fire Stop putting on your raps, you liar You ain't never do a bitch, you a bitch, nigga You be lying in your raps, you ain't rich, nigga You don't want no war with the kid, nigga I run up in your motherfucking crib, nigga I kill you, kill you, kill you And leave no witnesses And write a book about it Like OJ Simpson did I'm a savage, nigga So don't you waste my time And if you disrespect the kid, you know you cross the line I see you haters, nigga I hear you haters talking You gonna end up six feet deep in the fucking coffin I'm about my paper, I'm about my thriller I'm counting figures I see you crossing your eyes That's why you switch, nigga Oh, you a bitch, nigga I'm counting chips, nigga You keep on chasing ass I'm getting rich, nigga Running up the check Running up the check Stepping on they neck Stepping on they neck Haters popping off I don't feel a threat Better get correct Gotta get respect I was born for this I will, I will go to war for this I throw every feeling possible Right out the door for this I'm a savage, 21 savage Captain Nick, no apple pick Taking over, no apologies I'm killing all this shit Hey! All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Yes, we are back. We are back. We played Xavier Lewis, the first two songs, and the last song we played was from, um, oh, my goodness. His name just kind of slipped my mind. Karis. I loved it. I loved it. Karis, no apologies. Yes, I love that song. I'm so proud of him. Shout out to Karis. Mm-hmm. So you got got a sister over here got to make a midnight run to get these curls back in up in this head, girl. Let me go call my hairdresser. (laughs) Thanks to my co-host, Leisha, got me over here in the chat room sweating it out. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to look for that Ebony Archer. I couldn't couldn't find it. We got lots of music, y'all. And, um... But yeah, we 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 love it. We love it. We love when people play, send us their independent music. But now, y'all, we about to spot to go down in the chat room. Mm-hmm. We about to bring in Team Conglomerate. They about to tear it down up in here. We got Raynisha Pittman and her boo. Mm-hmm. You. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. Hey. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the chat room. We are so excited. Can y'all tell? <laughs> no, we are excited. I'm on the floor, on the carpet, knowing I ain't going to be able to get up. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. So we want y'all to tell everybody a little bit about each of you, because I know you both are authors. So we want just just talk a little bit about your literary journey, and then... um wrap it up with how you just decided to put the conglomerate together. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I started off indie published by a company here in Tennessee, which didn't work out. So I ended up self-publishing. Really didn't know too much about that. 
um, grew up with Terrio Wooten, excuse me, and he sent me to Quan for help. Got with Quan, he gave me the information on self-publishing, so I self-published um, the book that I put out with the other company. Years later, Quan hit me up and said, are you still writing? I'm opening submissions. I sent in submission, got picked up by Quan, dog food went to stores. Um, speeding up just a little bit, because I guess, you know, this has been going on since 2010 with me. I, um, the first book that I self-published went traditional publishing last year, which is Kesman. So at this point, I have three books in stores. Totally excited. Um, after that, another door opened for me through a friend of a friend who um, was blessed with an opportunity, and she brought me up. So that brought on a literary agent. Within seven days of getting picked up by the literary agent, um, she signed me a, a deal for, I mean, she got me a deal for um, three books, um, got me a three-book deal. And um, since then, I've just been writing, writing, writing. The publishing part portion for me came back, came in in 2011. I first started, um, I had dropped Kesman in 2010, and a friend asked me, how did I do it? So thinking, you know, it was simple for me to do, I was like, give me a book. I'll help you out. So once I started going through the process, I, I, I was like, wait, I don't have a clue of what I'm doing. But if you hang on, we'll pull your book. I'll take some time and learn, and we'll re-release it. So she was like, how long do you think this is this this will take? And I'm like, maybe years for me because I'm writing. But if you hold on. So I like for months and months, I was like, she's going to ask for her book back. She's going to ask for her book back. Nobody waits this long. She was like, did you learn something new yet? I'm like, yes. She's like, well, I'm going to keep waiting. So, <laughs> um, I, got, I spoke with Quan on different stuff. And, and being signed to Quan, I can say it was, it, was more, um, it was more like class was in session. So any questions yeah. that I wanted to know whether the answer was going to be good or bad, he gave it to me. So after that whole experience with him, I was like, you know, I'm ready for it. I'm I'm really ready for it. Uh, even though I took notes, it's some it's some things now that I realize I ain't do that he said, and I'm <laughs> and I'm seeing them now. So I'm playing clean up. But I can actually say it, it's been real good. It's a blessing. And, and the stuff that I don't know business side, you know, that's what I got Quincy for. So I'll let him go next. All right, Quincy, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so um, me and Ray Nisha met in 2015, and um, we actually met on me wanting to write a book. And it's funny, I had a financial and business background, but I didn't have a publishing and um, writing background. So we actually had a um, three-day conversation. Um, we actually had a lot of things in common. She had a... Um, like a storyline background. I had a financial background. So we actually end up um, talking um, days and days and hours at a time. And um, Toxin was created. And from my financial and her, um, her smarts, uh, we actually produced Toxin. So from then, um, discussing Toxin, we end up learning a lot, um, vice versa, how our business and my finance and her publishing and her experience could create a company. And we actually uh, sat down and talked about pros and cons on how a publishing company could be successful. So Columbia Inc. was created, and um, now I'm working on Perception and Obvious. 
and um, the Uncle QB series was created. Mm. Oh, what a journey! So, mm-hmm. where did y'all come up with the name conglomerate? Um, I've always looked at myself like a conglomerate, so it's been something that's been with me for years because I have so many. Um, I guess I have so many. I know a a little about a whole lot. So when I um I looked at it kind of like you know how you go to a Pizza Hut, but it's also a gas station inside and a Taco Bell, and I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, okay, they all work together, and and they're successful. Taco Bell and mm-hmm. Pizza Hut don't battle. They in the same building. The gas station still do what it do. They in the same building. So at the time, I was a pharmacy technician a full-time mother, and I was still, like, figuring out, am I going to go to college and take, a, you know, get another degree, get something in this, do do what? So I was like, well, the other piece of me is the creative. So how do I put it all together? So the conglomerate, ink, it just kind of, like, fell on my lap one day. I was um with my guy's sister, and I was like, I don't know. I just feel like I'm a um. I don't know. I just feel like I'm a conglomerate. And she's like, conglomerate, ink, the end. What are you, what are you sitting around thinking for? So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's it. So that's where that name came from. Mm-hmm. Wow. Everything happens for a reason. This is Tony. We're going to try to remember to, to say who we are because everybody tells us we sound so much alike. But I'm I'm glad you mentioned Quan and uh, the the influence that he had in, in your journey. We actually had a show, just one show dedicated to Quan. He had the whole show, and he dropped such jewels. And 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 it it just reverberated with everything that all of our guests come on and say, and it's it's so important when you can reach out to a veteran like Quan, and he has no qualms about helping you. Um, right. Can you say that there's anyone else veterans in the in the industry that kind of helped you along that you can know would just come out and just help you without any qualms? Um, the the. I, I would say, honestly, Klein gave it. He he gave it to me ugly. He gave me the truth. Mm-hmm. He gave me the good. So when I was able to reach out to another vet, I kind of had, mm-hmm. uh, I was kind of submerged deep enough. So mm-hmm. I, I I would say no, honestly, I, and I'm not, I'm, you know, like I love Klein. That's family. So I right. can't really say anybody opened up the door for me like that. He was just like, if mm-hmm. you want to know, you gotta listen. So, mm-hmm. so I just listened. <laughs> I, I probably listened too hard, but I listened. <laughs> uh-huh. So the only he other vet, oh yeah, he gave them to me. He gave them to me. Uh-huh. The only other vet that I would recognize is my agent, and that's um, author Entice. So as soon as she became my agent, I mean, like day one, we had probably maybe a two or three hour conversation. And she just uh-huh. gave me copyright law, legal. Like she, she broke down the the side Quincy handles because I'm kind of like, hey Q, go learn this. You already know. Like uh-huh. the funny part about it is the lit industry reminds you of the rap industry, which reminds you of the finance world. Like it's all tied when you look at the business side if you conduct in business like a business. Uh-huh. So it, there's a lot of similarities. So when she started telling me, it, it's kind of like. When I came back and spoke with Quincy, he was like, "That's all. Oh, that's absolutely right." So I learned another piece of it from from author and type. Mhm. Mm. I love wow. it. I love it. 
I want to know, this is Alicia, what was the most difficult part of your journey? Ooh, being an introvert and getting getting readers to follow you. Like, I'm I'm not the one that, like, I'm shy. I can talk over the phone for a little bit, and then I get, like, drained. I get tired. I'm, I'm like, well, that was enough, guys. Talk to you later. Oh, man, I'm in an interview. I got to ride this thing out. So, <laughs> for me, I'm, I'm not the life of the party. I don't want to be the life of the, of the party. I actually don't even like being at the party. So when you uh-huh. put yourself in a position to be in front of the world, like when I started writing, I don't know why, but I never thought about the fan portion of it. I never thought about the book signing portion. I never thought about the book event portion. It was just like, I want to write and I want everybody in the world to read my book. But in. but you have to sell yourself. You, you as the author become a brand. So how do you brand yourself when you have zero person-to-person skills? So, so for me, that was the biggest, biggest, biggest challenge, breaking out of a shell that I never even realized I had. So during this whole process, I, I can say I'm getting to learn me. I am opening up. I'm learning to, to share laughs with people. I'm learning to do the book events. Like um, before I told Quincy, like, I maybe do a book a, a book event a year. The very first book event I ever did was with Quan, and I was already signed for, like, I mean, I had already been publishing books for, like, three years. So uh, the, at, at that book event, it was about us, and I still put myself in a corner. I didn't mingle. I mean, even if you look at the pictures from the flute in the Harlem Book Fair, I'm hardly in any because I was ducking, ducking away, like hiding from the cameras, like not wanting to be a part, and it was our night. So um, when I got with Quincy, he was like, look, next year, 2018, sign up for every book event. You got to break out that shell. I'm going to be right there with you. So I'm ready for 2019. No, I don't think I've mastered it, but I do believe if you're an author and, you think, and, and you're a true introvert, I don't mean people who say I'm an introvert because you have introvert moods. People have, like, introvert moods. Like, I don't want to be bothered today. That don't mean you're an mm-hmm. introvert. That means you don't want to be bothered today. I am a mm-hmm. true introvert. So I, I, all my life I've been told, oh, you're green. Oh, you're green. I don't like going to parties. I like y'all to come to my house. I cook, you eat, you leave. Like that's me. No, no more than that. So, so y'all go home. Right, and I and I will feed you until you fall asleep. But I'm gonna wake you up and remind you it's time to go. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a true, 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 true introvert. So I, I would say that's my biggest challenge. And Quincy got this like award-winning smile. So it's kind of like even if he don't say nothing, I, I'm just like, oh, go talk to Quincy, and he gonna talk your ear off. So. It's a it's a blessing to have somebody that I can be like, oh, my book is about this, 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 and this. And, I, like, I can sell my book. That's not a problem. But when you're an introvert, after you finish talking about your book, and they're like, oh, what's this? What's that? It's kind of like you're draining my energy. Just ask me, stay on book questions. Let's not talk about anything else because I can sell my oh, book. Oh, well, honey, honey, on that side, honey, ain't no telling what me and T <laughs> going to ask you. I hope you're ready. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm ready. I'm ready. Come on, I'm ready. Help me get off this hill, y'all. Come on, let's go. Oh, yeah, we're going to help you. We're going to get you up out that thing. Yes, we are. Yes, I'm with Quincy. I'm Team Quincy. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> don't, don't gas them up. Please don't gas them up. When y'all hang up, I have to deal with this ego. Thank you very much. <laughs> and Quincy, for you, what's the most difficult thing about the journey? Um, I would definitely say mine is um, 
actually taking a hold of the uh, actual publishing part. You know, it, it's so funny that um, I'm new to the uh, urban lit industry and the book industry. You know, this is my first book. Um, I've actually been um, reading just business and finance, so this is brand new to me. So I say the difficult part is just catching to the culture and uh, learning the business of the um, publishing in, in the book uh, lit world. Uh, all right. Now, now this is Tony. Uh, I'm going to leave all of the, the hard questions to Lee. She's going to get you out of that introvert because I'm sort of an introvert <laughs> myself. I'm kind of shy. Don't listen to her. <laughs> she ain't shy. But on the flip side. I was going to say, now, Tony, you know I listen to y'all shows, right? <laughs> oh. I, I'm just saying it. I, I was just saying, yeah. I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see it's the all, introvert. It's, it's, it's all Alicia. It's all Alicia. <laughs> but um, I want to ask you the flip side. What has been the most enjoyous part of being an author, and um, or just being in the, the literary business itself? Let's start with Quincy. I would definitely say the um, greatest part is um, sharing this business and this experience with, um, you know. You know, my lady, you know, I mean, it, it's it's definitely different when you're doing business with someone you love and, mm-hmm. you know, going through the experience oh. and doing the business and that aspect, you, you know, that the person has your um, best interest at hand. So definitely when we're going mm-hmm. through things, when we're discussing business deals or we're sitting down and thinking about the future of the business or the livelihood, it, mm-hmm. it, it's definitely personal and it's definitely um something you don't have to think about because you know the person has your best interest at hand. So right. I definitely would say with our chemistry, it makes it easy. So it, it's definitely not work to me. And that's and that's the greatest thing to me, bar none, is that it's it's mm. it's not it's not just business. So definitely when we mm-hmm. write a book together or we put um a project together for one of our um authors or anything like that, it's not work. So I would definitely say mm-hmm. that's the greatest thing and um that's what makes it easy to grow the business and definitely um, be successful at what we're doing. Mm, that's wonderful. And, Miss, Mrs., what's your greatest joy about being an author and in a literary business? Can I say what he said? No, okay. Um, <laughs> what, what he said is has, has, has absolutely refueled my fight because it, it's totally mm. different not doing it alone anymore. But I would mm-hmm. have to say... And, and and I'm going to sound like a, a broken record. I would have to say every experience that I've shared with Right to Eat and Quan, it's it, it's been absolutely like it's amazing, because like I I get to, um, I like I get, I, I love to learn, and mm-hmm. Quan make like Quan is a great teacher, so I, mm-hmm. everybody probably has that good like kicking it kicking at times with crime, but whenever we meet, we always walk around, we walk away from the crowd, and it's a lesson, no matter where we at. Like, no matter where we at, no matter where we doing, he asks me how I'm doing, I shoot what's going on, he shoots some information back to me. It's, it's always a lesson, and, and that just promotes growth. So when you have somebody who's not just like a legend in the game, Who's also mm-hmm. always giving you information? Like he, when I, when I when I published, I didn't even tell him like, "Hey, Quan, I'm putting it together. I'm getting authors." I didn't tell him anything. He was like, "Congratulations, get at me." We talked on the phone. Like, 
he he really 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 cheers me on and to and to be a phone mm-hmm. call away from something like that that's that's fine like there's no other way mm. to put it that's like the best that's just the best part of it mm. I agree. i'm excited for you mm-hmm. absolutely now i have a question you know because t and i we book bougie. We used to try to hide it and be like, well, no, you can't be like that because, no, we book bougie. And, um, <laughs> no, me, you got to get me in the first five pages or I'm, I'm just, I'm going to start skipping around the book and then I may not read it. T might give you 20 pages because she added it. She, she, she tried to see what's in the pen. But I just have a question because you guys built, you guys are building a team and it's very important. Now, this Thing. It's very important to make sure you are you have a team um, built around you, even if you, whether you're signed or not. That's just a side note. Whether you're signed or not, you have to have a team built around you. You have to have um, those necessary elements in place, especially if you're publishing a book, because you're an author, you're a business. In the words of Keisha Green, books are a business. So once you put your right. name on that book that's published, you are a business, whether you got a publisher or not. So you should always understand and know what you know because you know it when it comes to publishing. Know what's going on with Amazon. Know what's going on with Create Space. Know what's going on with um, any other platform that people are going to use. There's so many other platforms. I was trying. It was something going on with. Uh, Walmart and I can't think of it right now, but you have mm-hmm. to make that you're doing your research and you're looking around and and you know what it is, you know what's going on, and and understanding royalties and understanding your contract. Don't just sign it, but understand it. So how did when it came down to putting y'all team to together, how did y'all approach the team to help them to understand like this is a this is a partnership. Um, okay, so we're dealing with three authors, three personalities, and three different experiences in the book game. Um, Red, she already had multiple books out before we signed her. Juan, he already had multiple books out. Keisha, her only experience was with me. So, Juan had his his reservations from other publishers. Red had hers. So instead of, I'm, and I'm I'm gonna go backwards. So instead of um, dictating, it was more kind of like, well, you dealt with this publisher. Y'all saw this. Y'all saw that. Give me the give me the 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 hardships. Because honestly, I've only had one hardship. And it was more uh-huh. just being, it's like you said, not being educated, not knowing the game. All I wanted to do was write, 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 write. So when the person said, give me your book, I'll publish it, it was like, here you go. I didn't ask when I got paid. I didn't ask, like, how often do I get paid. I didn't ask where the contract at. Hell, I didn't even ask where your office was. So when it uh-huh. came time to be like, where your office at, and he like, I'm sitting outside on a crate, I'm here every day. That's when the red flag kicked in because I was holding my baby, and that, that's all that mattered to me. So I, didn't, I, I hadn't went through the experiences that my authors went through. So going, going backwards, I have to say um, with the submission process, 
I see multiple submission process. I see the Facebook author, publisher beast. I see the the reader to reader beast, the reader to reader, the reader to author beast, contract this, uh, copyright this, stealing books this, republishing books this, not giving rights back that. So one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted talent. That was number one. Before anything else, I, I don't I don't care how many books you can write a year. I don't care how many books you can put out. I need to see talent. And I didn't want to be mm-hmm. the only judge. And, and I promise you, everything that I did, I'm, I'm, like I said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to sound repetitive for me. It was a lesson from Quan. He said he had mm-hmm. 10 people read over our submissions. He had his own squad of people to read over our submissions before he ever touched them. And he winged mm-hmm. to them after they gave their yeses and noes. I took that same okay. concept. I, I couldn't get 10 trusty people, but I got six. <laughs> And um, the ones with the highest yeses, I said yes. But I also read the the um, the what they put in their submissions. A lot of people said, I would love to be signed to an author that was signed to Quan. I don't care how talented you are, you're not going to ride my, my coattail to ride his coattail. Because there are a lot of people who right. just ride coattails. I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. Nobody could ever say I rode Quan's coattail. He'll vouch for me. I put in the work. I did the hours. I did I did everything I was taught to do. So if, if I say Quan name, I've earned that right. But just because you had a bad experience with your last publisher, you think you're going to ride mine to ride his, that's, that was a no-no for me. So mm-hmm. after we weaned out those submissions, we were really only down to like four. And I said, mm-hmm. send me the four, but don't send me the titles of their books and don't send me their names. Because I didn't want it to be, I, I didn't want to be biased on anybody. So the right. one that everybody was crazy about just so happened to be Red's book. And I read it, and I'm like, Quincy, Quincy, Quincy. Because the first one that I read was her was her book that's now called Driven. At the time, it was called, um, at first published, it was Uber Everywhere. There's no way I would have ever picked up a book called Uber Everywhere. I'm sorry. No. It's kind of like my first thought was, what about copyright infringement? So my, mm-hmm. so my so when when I read it, it opens up with a courtroom scene. I am a John Grisham fan. I have read probably mm-hmm. almost all of his books <laughs> multiple times. So when I mm-hmm. read that, I got that feeling that I get when I read John Grisham. So I'm like, Quincy, read this. Quincy, read this. So when I went to the board, I'm like, whoever that is, we signed it. They're like, oh, she got two books. I'm like, send me the other one. The other one, I'm like, whoa. Jaw dropping, psycho thriller, sex, like, okay, yeah, we getting her. Who is that? They like, um, <laughs> an author name Forever Red. I'm like, hell no. Scratch it, move on, next person. Okay, mm nope, hell no. Well, what? They like, why? What, what, what's going on with her? I'm like, I heard a rumor. I was a part of something. She said some slick shit about a side piece. Fuck that. I lost my husband to a side piece. Nope, nope, nope. Down, nope, next. Next submission. So why I said that, they was like, well, we're still reading the other ones. I'm like, let me know when you get to the next one. Well, me and Quincy are just sitting around, and I find myself going back to read some more of Uber Everywhere. And I'm like, I need to talk to her. Because <laughs> the talent, her talent was screaming at me. So I said, mm-hmm. look, I'm going to just be honest with you. From what I know of you, you can't be around my sons or my man. But you're talented mm-hmm. as hell. So I have to ask you to to recant whatever happened. I need to know how you truly, truly feel about this. 
because I'm a, I was a wife and I was a mother at the time. And when she told me her, when she told me the full story, it's kind of like, you know, what you said didn't get perceived that way. She was, she was, and I'll let her talk when she gets on the show, but she was actually the wife who, who lost everything to a side piece. But the way she spoke on it, 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 it didn't sound that way. It didn't sound like it didn't sound that way at all. So, um, her, it, it was it was mainly her talent. So with her, it was more it was more like um, we have to get your talent bigger than bigger than the rumors about you. We have to find a way. And I'm I'm gonna tell you, this is my first time at it. I don't even know how to go about doing it. But if you ride with me and trust me, I will have your back. Just don't turn your back on me. And, and and that was game because someone, a mutual friend of ours had gassed me up about her for a very long time. And I was just like, uh, I don't think so. No, mm-mm, when I first mentioned it. So it was funny that it came around full circle. So with Juan, Juan actually became my Facebook friend because of dog food. And he was actually promoting it hard and hard and hard and talking about his poetry. I had no idea Juan could even write urban at all. So um, Juan was actually sending me authors before I ever began publishing, like, hey, it's a guy, he wrote a book, and he's looking for a publisher, check him out. So after a long time, like, he kept sending me people, and I kept feeling bad because I kept saying no. So he was like, I wrote something. Will you just look at it? So I'm like, look, I'm accepting submissions right now. Just go ahead and submit it. The next mystery book was Juan, and I read it, and I visualized the the whole movie. So I read it to Quincy, and he visualized the whole movie. So I'm like, who book is this? They're like, wow. I'm like, we're taking them. And with Keisha's book, I had um, readers. I had released it. And just to be honest, all the readers who supported me went on and brought it just off the fact that it was my author. And they all inboxed me and said, pull that book down. That book is garbage. And it hurted my feelings to have to pass this message to my author, like, they hate your book. They said this, 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 and it's not coming from one reader. We're we're almost up to 30 readers right now who support me, who brought the book and said this stuff. So I got with one reader, Adrena, and I said, Adrena, dissect every story for me. And she did. So I told Keisha, if you can get these stories up to par, we'll go ahead and re-release it. And that's what she did. And she blew she blew me and Adrena out the water with the correction she made over the years. So so for me, we ended up kind of being like the underdog publishing house, just just like. Um, and at the time, honestly, at the time, my name had got drugged into some stuff that there's no possible way I should have been a part of. So at the time, I was feeling like an underdog myself. So we just ended up being like the underdog publishing house. And um, one thing that I will say, and I'm not embarrassed to say, because this is my first time I got with Quincy, and our financials are straight in the house. No, we're not rich. No, we're not balling. He invests. We do our little thing. We do our stuff, but we're not rich. But I said, Quincy, I don't know what I can do with these people's career, but I want all three of them. Can we give them an 80-20 contract straight across the board? They keep 80% of their profits, and we only get the 20 because the way I see it, if I recover every dime that we we put in it, babe, then I'm good. I'm good. But the goal, of course, would to be more. To be more. If you get 20%, if somebody makes a million dollars and you get 20% of that, you straight. If they make three million and get 20%, you straight. 
And Quincy always like, you got a big heart, you got a big heart, you got a big heart. But he was like, you know what? You don't know what you can do as a publisher. Hell, I don't know what I can help you with with the publishing. So, yeah, let's let's roll with it. So we set that up for them. I'm not saying that's going to happen forever in the future, but I can tell you this. Since we've done it and, and we're doing it, they they doing really, really, really good. And it's not off of my name. It's not who my affiliations are, are with. They're, they genuinely have readers that I don't even have that are giving them reviews. So the, the publishing, the whole publishing, uh, the way we went about pu- publishing is probably not the traditional way, but it is working for us. It, it, the, it, the, the feedback that we're getting is the feedback that probably any publisher will want. So that's how it came about it. Wow. That's amazing. This is Tony. That's just amazing. And for the record, I am one of Red's biggest, biggest supporters. We love her here on this Yes, I absolutely love, love that woman's pen. It's fierce. I just love her. She's just me. She's yeah, she, <laughs> she, she is. Bit. And the sad part is I wish so many people would really, truly get to know her. Not her Facebook post, not what you assume, not not if you were in the group today and read what you read. Like, really get to know her. Like, like mm-hmm. Quan calls me Mommy Dearest. I'm like, she a Mommy Dearest, too. Aww. Like, w- whenever we talk on the phone, it's about the kids. We have no personal relationship. It is strictly business between me and her. And if we ever mm-hmm. go sideways personal, it's always the kids who make us do it. She is definitely, Mm -hmm. she is a good mama. She ain't they friends. She is a mama mama, like throwback mama like me. So I I just Mm -hmm. just love her spirit. She texts me. She uplifts me. Like, it it, it can't be the same person who you see on Facebook or who you assume you know. That's not red. I I hate Mm -hmm. that. I hate that. So I really hope it it, it dies off. You know, it's been some time. I hope this whole Mm -hmm. experience erases it because she really needs a clean slate. Because she's, mm-hmm. she's not who anybody thinks they know. Mm-hmm. Well, I had the pleasure of meeting her once a couple of years ago, and she is an absolute dog. She is an even better person than she is with her pen. So I think that she speaks is. volumes. Uh, we absolutely love Miss Red here on Let's Chat. Absolutely. And with that, we're going we to bring in these authors. We're going to bring in these authors. We're going to bring in Red... Oh, my mouse is not doing what I needed to do. Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. What's up? Hey, sweetie. (laughs) Listen, oh, my gosh, thank y'all so much. I love y'all, too. And every time, you know, y'all, you share posts, and you always say the best things. And I remember the last time I was on the show, y'all had just read Sadistic Saturdays. And I'm telling you, the things that y'all said, see, Oh, man, it makes me feel so good. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Misha and I, we love supporting, and that's one thing you will get from the ladies of Let's Chat. We support. You know I'm always sharing something, encouraging. We don't get involved with all the drama because we are we are allergic to that. But we are we all be about too busy to be, to be uh, in it. <laughs> we be too busy Absolutely. for that. Absolutely. But you gotta let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen since the last time you've been up in here. I'm sorry, say that again. You gotta let us know what you've been cooking in your creative kitchen. 
Man, okay. Have y'all had a chance to read A Whisper in the Walls? It it was originally The Devil's Mouth, and um, funny story, um, but y'all know because y'all read Sadistic Saturdays. So in that particular story, there was a dude in there that was um, a cover designer for um, urban fiction authors. And he decided to try his hand at writing his own story. And the name of the story that he was going to write was A Whisper in the Walls. So I told Hood Chronicles, I said, I'm going to write that story. And I started writing it. And I was posting little snippets here and there. And I would hashtag it, A Whisper in the Walls. But then somebody, um, another author posted uh, one of those little funny type things on Facebook where it said post a picture and, you know, you get this rate rating, you're either a wifey, a side piece, or this or that, or whatever. So this man commented on my picture, and he circled my lips, and he said, look at the devil's mouth. I thought it was hilarious, and then I was like, oh, man, I'm going to change the name of the story. So I changed it to the devil's mouth, but then when Renisha picked it up, she was like, no. We're not going to keep that title. And I said, well, can we call it a whisper in the wall? She was like, I like it, and it stuck. So mm-hmm. that's what I would start for y'all. Did did you read either one or the other? <laughs> because that's where I, I am right now. Well, you know, I read um, Sadistics, and I, I'm still reverberating from that. That was some, some fierce writing. But like we said, thank we are so busy. Thank thank I you. have it. I bought the book. But it's just a matter of finding time between editing and promoting and radio. But, you know, you are on my list to read. You are always on Absolutely. my list to read. Absolutely. So with um, uh, A Whisper in the Wall, it's basically about this young lady who suffers from nymphomania, sleep psychosis, lucid dreaming, and a bunch of other mental things. And she mm-hmm. basically has um, these wet dreams, if you will, that don't complete in her sleep, and she wakes up and she finishes them in the real world. And whenever she has these dreams, she never sees the faces of her prey. She just hears their voices in a whisper, and they're all people that she knows. So um, that is a whisper in the wall. And then also, which she already, uh, Renisha already gave you the rundown on Driven, um, the yeah copyright infringement and all of that good stuff um so we came up with driven together and we changed the name and that is basically about a guy and a girl who transport several pounds several hundred pounds of marijuana and a couple of keys uh through south carolina georgia and florida they do it all via uber now since we changed the name um from of course we can't use uber so mm-hmm. I had to come up with a company name that meant the same thing, but was something different. So if anybody reads it, here's the pronunciation. It's called a ride, A-R-Y-D-E. Because you hear people say, I'll be over there when I get a ride. I need a ride. Mm. So <laughs> these people are using Uber, and a ride is my company that I made. So, you know, um, that's the name of the company. I now, like it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. And these people that are doing this, it's a guy and a girl, and they are not drug dealers or anything like that. They're regular people, and they got thrown into this by accident. She's a CNA. He's a plumber's apprentice. Um, His mother took sick, 
she needed some money for a down payment on a um on her surgery and the down payment was ten thousand dollars. He ain't had money. So this chick gave him a ride. Ha <laughs> ha, just like my company. <laughs> so uh <laughs> So um, that's what's going on um, right now that I have out. But in the lab, I am working on a whisper beyond the wall, which is a continuance of the whisper in the walls, as well mm-hmm. as the second part to driven. So that's where mm-hmm. I am now. That's okay. a good place to be. You- you know, I'm over here looking for um to start that first book you were talking about. I'm like, okay, that now she needs to take a minute out. <laughs> yeah, well, if you know what, I'm gonna tell you, if you um if you enjoyed Sadistic Saturdays, then you will totally enjoy A Whisper in the Walls. But here's the catch: it's not just a typical erotica read; it's a mental read. And it's a mental read because you're dealing with so many different issues, such as mental illnesses. Um, you're also dealing with this, the whole physical aspect as well. So it's a little more deep than just a whole bunch of sex. Mm-hmm. It has substance. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. All right. Look at you, honey. Okay. We love red. We love red. And y'all hear her talk about these books, y'all hear her talk that talk, but wait till you see her sell a book, see her at an event. She ain't, she be all on it. She be all on it. I love her book, Brian. I love her book, Brian. And I feel like this, like somehow, someway, somewhere, you going to get this work. Like that's it, period. Right. (laughs) She ain't lying either. She is not lying. (laughs) She be slaying books for real, for real. I love her grind. <laughs> now we're going to bring in Keisha. Okay. Welcome. Hi, how are you? We are good. Welcome to the chat room, Miss Keisha. I'm happy to be here. Well, tell everybody a little bit about your literary journey and your work. Oh, my goodness. Um, You know what? I actually started writing while I was at work. Uh, I used to work at Lowe's, and I worked in the uh, return department. And some days it would just be nothing to do. I would literally sit there and rip off the receipt paper and just start writing. And during lunch or a break, you know, my coworkers would see me writing and ask what I was writing, and I would let them read it. And then they would say, you know, you really need to finish this, but put me in it. So one day I was on Facebook, and I saw Ramisha, you know, posting, and I asked her, you know, you know, how did you get into that? And so when she told me, you know, she went into her company and what she was trying to do, and me and Ramisha go back because we grew up together. She's like a sister to me, but she made me work hard. I'm going to say that. Mm-hmm. She didn't just mm-hmm. say, here, give me your stuff, and I'm going to publish it for you. She said... I'm going to make you work for this. I'm going to make you show me what you can do. You're going to have to submit to me. And that's what I did. Um, Our first go bout, I didn't really know what I was doing. I knew I wanted to write. I knew I wanted to write a book, but I had no clue what to do. 
All I knew was that mm-hmm. I wanted to have it done by her deadline <laughs> and <laughs> did it to her. I didn't know what I was doing, and like she said, it was her first time publishing. So this time, we're going to get it done. We're going to get it done right, and we're going to keep on going from there. Mm. Okay. I love it. I love this team vibe that you you guys have. I love it. And this is the thing about a team. Um, we're going we gonna to bring in Juan first, and then we're going we gonna to talk that talk for a minute. But I love it. Welcome, Juan. Welcome. Hey, how y'all doing? How we you? are good, Mr. Juan. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be here. All right. Tell everybody a little it. bit about your literary journey and your work. Man, what can I say, man? Like, I've been writing since I was 11 years old. Wow. And for those, for those that don't know, I'm disabled. I'm in a wheelchair. I've been in a wheelchair all, all my life. So when I started writing, people be like, who wrote this? You ain't write this. You don't know nothing about street life. I say, oh, oh yes, I do. Y'all just don't mm-hmm. know what I know. So mm-hmm. people kept on people kept on doubting me, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I've been writing for, for years. Since 1996. Oh, yeah, that's a long time. Yeah. And I love so it. So, in a word, Juan, I'm, I'm sorry, Lee. Go ahead. And in a word, Juan, since you've been writing so long, just give us one word that would describe your pen. That would describe my pen? Mm-hmm. My, it's, it's, it's so hard because my pen is, is eclectic. I take from everybody, from Ernest Hemingway to Quan. You see, like, mm. they all have an influence on me. Uh-huh. You feel me? So I just don't oh, I like, yeah. I just don't read urban fiction. I read everybody. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, the way I would describe my pen is eclectic. Okay, I like that though. I like that. That's that's that speaks to his creativity. So I'm loving it, and I'm loving how y'all bring y'all team together. This is the thing about bringing the team together, and I like the fact. One, I want to go back because I like how Rainisha did her submissions because this is the thing you have to vet. And I'm I'm gonna say this. Don't send me no inboxes, y'all. I'm just saying you have to not only does the author have to vet the publisher, that publisher needs to be vetting that author. You need to see on their social media. You need to see how they mm-hmm. move, see how they grind, because the worst thing and the worst thing to have is an author that's not, that they grind doesn't match, that, that it, it's not a good fit. You have to make sure that author is a good fit, and you have to make sure that the a publisher is a good fit so I like the way that she did it. You know, I, I like the way yes. how she wanted to, to focus on the craft. She wanted to focus on they grind and they work ethic opposed to who who it is. I want to see mm-hmm. how they move, but let me see they work first, and I love that. Right. Now, I want to... I want to ask each of you uh, the same question that she just asked Juan. I want to know what each of your pens uh, bring 
to the industry. We'll start with Keisha. Okay. Um, I want to say um, I have, like, sort of an erotic, but I want to bring more of my urban side out because um, it's much more than just erotic. I write different stuff. I just haven't, um, we haven't had a chance to get to it yet, but you guys will see it is coming. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. And uh, red. Yes. I'm gonna say originality, excitement, and shock. All right. That's now. what I'm running. All wrapped up. Yes. All right. Well, I do write in different genres. But mm-hmm. but my um, erotic side I think is a little more a little more strong than the other genres that I do write in. Yeah, she got that nasty mm-hmm. pen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. we love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know our motto: if it's nasty, if it's gonna be nasty, let it be nasty. If not, send their ass to Starbucks for some coffee and conversation. We ain't got time for all of that. <laughs> and quit right. Um, it's so funny that mine's um like um business finance, um more of an ethical, um psychological type aspect. Oh, that deep pen. <laughs> and Raynisha? No, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Mm-mm, we need more than that. What what, what else? I'm, okay, I'm sorry. See, that's why I stay in my shell. I'll call y'all back. Um, I'm going to say I'm gonna say truth. I'm going to say truth because for some odd reason with all the books that I got out, it's um, always educational, always the underdog, always the other side. So I'm going to say I give you that other because everybody always got the kingpins. I always make my kingpins lose. Like, I'm, I'm always the other. Okay. All right. I, I want to say this since y'all introduced all my authors. I want to say I want to say one thing. Those three mm-hmm. have come together behind my back. I'm going to say it with Red <laughs> as, the, as the ringleader. Red is the ringleader, and they have bonded like a true team. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, Quincy doesn't awesome. have Facebook. He doesn't do social media at all. But I take time every day to show him what our authors is doing. And I can say mm-hmm. red, and I told her when we first started out, like you the OG red, and she she mm-hmm. really like they they we have a little um, inbox group, and I check in on everybody on Sundays, and they all posted. I had them not only introduce themselves but post their strength and their weaknesses, and uh, Juan and Keisha both mentioned promoting, and red mm-hmm. was kind of like, oh, that's my strength. I'm gonna help y'all. And she's been true to that. They they like mm-hmm. each other posts. They share each other posts. Like like they genuinely are different. One he he didn't really go there, but he has a blog. He in, he's been interviewing authors for years for magazines. He's he's even oh. interviewed me and Quincy maybe a year and a half ago. It, it has been that long. So mm-hmm. so Juan immediately brought her books. He didn't ask for a discount. He didn't ask me to send him copies. He didn't he he did it like. Like through Amazon, pay pay the full price. He went through the whole thing to do it so he can give her a proper interview, and, and not give her the conglomerate ink. We on the same team, so you gonna get a five star interview. 
and mm-hmm. and they just just the way they they uplift each other and like Keisha has no no literary world background she don't know nobody in the lit world she's never done a book event yet like we we have everything planned for her in 2019 and mm-hmm. she's already you know thanks to to information that Red's given her or she got from wine, she's more active in these Facebook groups now. I scroll down my timeline, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what's she in that group? What's she commenting? What's she doing this? So it's, 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 it's so good that I don't have to hold their hands because I'm real busy. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. real, <laughs> and, and that's one thing I wanted to um, use this show as a platform to announce. And I guess mm-hmm. no time is better than the future, so I can say why Red is the team captain while I'm floating away. Um, last November, I was approached by a Emmy-nominated producer of multiple television shows, and um, I'm I've been working on a TV series. Congratulations! And, um, awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, so pretty soon y'all be able to just watch my TV series. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. Um, it thank you thank you thank you so it's taking me away and i didn't you know i don't know anything about it but i didn't expect it to go from brainstorming to hey where's uh act one where's act three uh rewrite the teaser they want you to do this like i've never done any screenwriting before ever so i had to learn it i had to read multiple books it's been that's been a whole nother experience and then with the major networks and how they do it and what happened through through the pitch portion and I'm just um this this is consuming a lot more of my time. So that's why Raynisha Pittman hasn't dropped a book. Um also with the other three books getting picked up, the um publishing company needed them all to be over seventy five K. Some of them was only forty K, one of them was sixty five, another one was fifty five. So I really have been writing three or four books this year, but they're old books that I had to add 20, 20 to 30,000 words to. So, um, mm. and writing the script. So it, it's a breath, it, it's really a breath of fresh air to have read, like, I got you. Go do your thing, boss lady. I got you. And she really, mm-hmm. really, really has. Quincy and Red ain't never talked, but he absolutely adores, adores, adores Red. And he right here mm-hmm. said, so she on the phone. Yeah, yeah, Red. <laughs> Where go, he he absolutely yeah, adores her. Her her energy is good, and I told him like like I I am really really an introvert, so I don't do the hee hee ha ha business. It's kind of like let's make some money first, and then one day we can sit on the beach all together and hee hee and ha ha. Right now we got business, so um. So it, I don't never get to tell them the, the the good stuff. It's always kind of like, did y'all do this? Did y'all handle that? Uh, here go an exercise. I want y'all to do this. Let's do that. Because it's really learning the craft. It's really, like That's you right. said, knowing what's going on, knowing that ebooks are about to be sold at Walmart, knowing that Smashwords is about to change their platform and offer audiobook services, knowing that Creative mm-hmm. Space has merged with KDP, knowing that like it, it's so many, it's so much stuff that goes on on a daily basis, knowing that um, a lot of major publish, publishing houses are reaching for urban books right now because of Black Panther going to the movie theaters, knowing that a lot of these um, TV um, production companies are right. are reading urban books and picking their authors off of Urban Book Series because they need more blacks on TV. 
because because mm-hmm. the funny part about it is black has always been money maker. So now it's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, hmm, if we gonna keep making money, we are gonna have to add more black to it. So it it just it's just staying on top of things. And with red and like Keisha, I don't have to hold Keisha's hand. It's her first time. I should have to give her my full attention. But between those three, they they, they got it. They really got it. Mm. it. It's nothing but a pleasure. Mm. Wow. It's a wonderful thing when you can have such a well-oiled machine run as smoothly as it sounds like your team runs, and that's just awesome. I love it. I love it. Well, see, y'all know, for all of y'all who, who've been on the show, so y'all know how we do here on Let's Chat. We like to do a little fun. Mm-hmm. Because I really, really <laughs> believe that what I didn't know what that means. <laughs> Honestly, you know the, the the reason why we do what we do. A lot of times, you have authors where your books don't have legs. You know what I'm saying? Your characters haven't created the legs that your book needs to be able to move on its own. And so, okay. uh, normally, as a reader, they feel your passion through your pen. And and that's what connects them to you. But when they haven't been introduced to you, or they're they're they haven't had that word of mouth um, to draw them in, they haven't you know been able to to dabble in your space. Your personality becomes what draws people in. And we like to always get a little piece of a person's creativity here on Let's Chat, just to be able to give the readers a little piece of that person's creativity. So we do live excerpts here on Let's Chat. And so we're going to do them a little different today because y'all are team, so it's going to be a team-building, team-building ex- exercise. And y'all used to exercise because Renisha just said that she'd be giving them out like homework. So this is what we're going to do. Each, per- each of you is going to get a prop, okay? And Renisha's going to start the story off with her prop. And then Quincy's going to piggyback off of her story with his prop. And then Red going to piggyback off what Quincy and Renisha said with her prop, so on and so forth. We're going to go all the way around. Okay? So. Okay. Y'all all ready? Right. <laughs> yeah. Take it off. Take them shoulders. <laughs> you okay, take it ready. off. Yep, shake it off. Shake them shoulders. It can go in oh, any safe. direction you wanna any direction you wanna go in. You wanna kill somebody on the left, that's all right. If they go into the hotel on the right, okay, we with that too. Just we ready. Okay, see <laughs> what you got. Okay, wow, Lisa, you got I got some homework down here, but first and foremost, guys, we wanna thank you so much for joining us here on Let's Chat. Like Lisa said, we love giving the platform to, to new authors like Keisha, you know, that may not necessarily have the legs that the other more seasoned authors have, but know that you always, you guys always have a home here on this chat to just bring anything to your readers and your listening audience. So we thank you. But tonight's prop, I'm going to give each of you your prop. And I'm going to start with, uh, I think we're starting with Quincy, right, Lisa? Quincy's prop. Oh, we're going to start with Renisha? Okay. Mm-hmm. Renisha, your prop is going to be baby oil. Quincy's prop is going to be um, ice cubes. Red's prop is going to be some dynamite. 
Keisha's prop, because she worked at Lowe's, is going to be a bone saw. And we're going to round it out with Mr. Juan himself. He's going to have some red thigh-high boots. <laughs> you are some freaks. So I think I... <laughs> you are some real freaks, man. Why I get the boots? <laughs> we want your eclectic taste. Up in them boots, so we want you to share that eclectic flavor of your pen. Okay, right. you guys, so you have your problem. Y'all make up the characters, y'all make up the setting, everything. It's just a whole scene. It's just a scene that's gonna go from person to person, just around and around, like like um, um, what was that that game used to play when in preschool? The the goose, just kind of like that. You it, keep going. All right, Raymisha, let's go. I'm ready. What you got? What you got? What you got? What you All right, got? I'm what trying to got? think of a name. Give me a second. Y'all done got me in freestyle rap mode. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, let me see. Anita. Let's go with Anita. Okay. The lights were too dim to see down the hallway. There were drips splattered across the floor. There was no way to tell if it was blood, water, a busted pipe, or maybe it was the rain that came through the ceiling because it was pouring outside. <clears throat> I needed to know what was going on in her bedroom, but when she opened the door, she could smell the familiar smell of baby oil being heated by her bedside. She looked to the left, but there was no one there. Quincy? Um, um, Michael was paranoid that Anita... Um, was burning the oil. Um, so to avoid the situation, Michael sat um, at the uh, table just to think about um, what he was going to do with the situation. So he took a few ice cubes from the glass of the Hennessy um, that he was deciding to drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Red. With the ice cube, he made slow circles around her nipple, and as the cool breeze pecked at the lacy fabric, her nipple pressed aggressively against her shirt. Unbuttoning each button, she turned to what? Is, what is his name? Michael? His name Michael? <laughs> yeah, Michael. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. She turns to Michael and she says, do you want me like I want you? And Michael quite naturally agrees as he slowly licks the rim of the glass. And what's the lady's name? Anita? Yeah. Is her name Anita? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anita flutters her legs back and forth, opening them slightly at the knees. And she says, are you ready? Because once I put this pussy on you, it's going to blow all this shit up. It's like dynamite. Right. All right now. Damn, Miss Keisha. Pick it up, girl. We ready. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Michael went into his toolbox, took out the bow guard, and drew lines of chalk on her body. Went back into into his toolbox whipped out his whipped cream, his karma. Oh, God, I'm stuck, you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, 
I'm sorry, you guys. I'm nervous. It's my first time. I got the kids. Just breathe. Okay. We're all yeah, come together. Okay, okay, I got okay, you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, he, we got the whip. Okay, I got him. Got him. He drew. He went into his toolbox, got his bow chart, drew the chalk. Oh God, I'm sorry. Got his whipped cream and his karma. He drew lines of art on her body as he licked it off softly. She cried and moaned and squeezed and caressed him as he licked it off. Michael couldn't take it anymore as Anita grabbed him. She she leaned him over. She bent him over. And y'all can take it from here. I'm sorry. Okay, Juan. As he bent Anita over, he got a glimpse of the uh, shiny red boots. Taking him back to a memory from his childhood. I can't do this on the spot. For real, I, I really need to think it over, for real. You did it, though. You threw in them red boots. I was like, oh, she wearing the red boots? <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, how y'all miss she had she red boots? <laughs> Wait, look, I'm sitting here like, I'm sitting here like, Quincy don't even, I'm going to tell y'all straight up, Quincy don't read nothing urban. Ask Quincy how many books of mine have he read. He doesn't read, when he says he read nothing but finance, he read books that says, um, to invest in the market, you must first, like, he read instruction manuals. So I was ready to hear this, right? Writing with Quincy is like pulling teeth. I'm kind of like, let's act out the scene, baby, and just record ourselves, and then I'll just transfer it to paper. Because he is going to give you step-by-step, blow-by-blow on why you didn't save 15% of your money. So I was ready. And then with Keisha, I'm like, Keisha's so dang gone shy. Well, let's see how this goes, because she can write, but Keisha ain't going to talk like that. So I was, this, this right here, this was so good. So guess what we going to start doing, y'all? On our group meetings on Sunday, we going to perfect our craft. Now, you I got the kids in the class money. talking about chocolate and whipped cream, and they looking at me. <laughs> All right. But that's awesome. That's awesome, right, Nisha? That's why I gave Quincy the ice cubes because I know he, he there's not too much you can do with some ice cubes. So I kind of gave it to each one of you guys. I appreciate you it. you can go with your strength. <laughs> now, you know what? I could do on a lot of things. I just can't read it out loud or say it out loud to people because my hands start <laughs> blessing. My hands start blessing. Are you sweating? I can't do that. I can't do but that. I could, I could write it because I'm uh, writing it as if it were for myself. But when I say I, it out loud, I turn red. I read um freak. I read Freakism by Red, and I blushed uh-huh. so much. <laughs> like I, I was reading it at work, and I felt so dirty and so naughty. So when when we hooked up, and I told her like I've read Freakism, like. I was, like, boiling hot on fire. So when I got mm-hmm. to, like, the first real sexual scene in A Whisper in the Walls, I hurried up and texted her and said, I'm blushing again. <laughs> yeah, but you know, when, when I read red books, because I read got that work every day, yes, I got to be looking <laughs> sideways to see who's looking at my pages. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. red got that. She got that nasty tan, y'all. We know they ain't going to Starbucks. It. You guys, that's why Alicia and I, that's why Alicia and I, we do this because we love, like she said, with the heat of creative juices flowing instantly, and you guys just passed it with flying colors. So that's a 
show thing that we do every single time, and you never know what they got coming up, Leash. And tonight was a prime example. <laughs> so the weird thing about me is, is that I'm actually working on my first erotic book uh, with a disabled character as the main character. Uh-huh. Because, you, you know, there's, there's, there's a market uh, untapped for disabled <laughs> people. <laughs> so that's untapped. Look at Quincy laugh. Like, hey, man, you laughing. Well, don't start Red blue thrown up in that thing. It's all right. Okay. <laughs> no, because, because see, a, a lot of people, a lot of people don't think as disabled people as sexually active creatures. But really, uh-huh. we freaks just like everybody else. All right, uh-huh. now. I got, well, I got some props I can pass you away now. Don't, don't. Let's not get it. Oh, we, we can do some things here. I'm telling you, man. I'm going to blow me before you out the water with my, with my stuff. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, we have a hand up. Do you guys want to take a call? Sure. Okay, All you right, see that call? Got... Yep, 862-944. You are live in the chat room. What's your name and where you calling from? Hi, this is Diane from Diamonds with the Worry World. How are you guys doing? Hi, Hi. I'm well. I'm 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 in a little pain right now. Y'all know I'm still recovering Aww. from these car accidents and fall down the stairs and all that. But anywho, so I sound a little muted, but um, I had to call in and support everybody. Um, on on you know all of your guests tonight, but it, it, the host too. You know I love what y'all doing. It's all about supporting everybody. Um, in 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 their gifts. I call it our gift. Um, absolutely, absolutely. But I wanted to say, first and foremost, congratulations to Renatia. Um, I'm I'm blown away <laughs> by by your announcement. Um, am, I I, am, I allowed, to, am I allowed to give history? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. Well, remember when I mentioned that there was somebody who mentioned me to a literary agent? It was Miss Diane. And she's the one who linked me with with Entice. And um, I was I was amazed because we didn't have any rapport. Mm-hmm. We we never laughed, joked, kicked it. She never hit me up about my book. So the fact that she even thought of me was a was a shock, a shock, a shock, a shock. But she 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 has that she has that platform for authors and readers, and she was hearing enough about me. To, to do it mm-hmm. So you never know mm-hmm. who's paying attention to you You never, never That's know right. That's so, right You're, you're absolutely. absolutely right Lisa. And, um, and, and you know It surprised me It didn't, I guess But the, the quickness in which everything happened And I'm so proud of her um, Hi, Quincy Hello to Keisha and Juan hey, hey. I say <laughs> I say <laughs> my best For last um, mm-hmm. And that is forever with, and and you know, like oh. yes, like you know, Renisha speaks of Kwan and family. Red is literally mm-hmm. my family, and I can't thank her enough for mm-hmm. just giving Red an opportunity. Like it means it it, uh-huh. it, blew, mm-hmm. it just, you know it it overwhelms my heart each and every time I talk about it. 
Um, and something that you said I do have to totally agree with. You know, for anyone that is questioning Red, her personality supersedes, mm-hmm. and her pain game supersedes anything that you may think about her. So please go and get, you know, something. It doesn't matter what. Just start with something. And listen, I I, I have not uh, read driven yet, but I bet you I know it's, it's high on the list after what I heard tonight. Um, I actually mm-hmm. read and I um, I know the read I know the story behind Driven, so that kind of kicked me into wanting to read it. But after hearing tonight, it really really makes me want to read it. Um, so you know, I I, I do, and I have to read. I do have Keisha's book, um, but I have to read it. And then um, Juan, I'm gonna check you out because I've been hearing some good things from Red about you. So definitely oh. know that. Each one of you are on my list. Yes. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know the deacon is always going to show up for you, Red. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look, I wasn't going to do it. I put a mouthful, I had a mouthful of ice. And I was just like, I ain't going to say it. I ain't going to say it. But I'm going to tell y'all, for anybody that's not familiar with Diane and the Diamonds Literary World, she does video reviews, and she sits down, and, and she breaks your book down. And um, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. And I told her one night, I said, you know, you, you, you remind me of the deacon at the church. And <laughs> it's the, she, she's what I call my altar, and I can go and lay my burdens down, and that's, that's what she does. And when you hear on these calls, you think, you know, oh, Diane is so cool. But you hear that review, and it's boom. Hello. This is Diane. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So, yes. So, Diane, I've started uh, calling her Deacon Diane, unlike (laughs) my publisher who who, who, um, chooses to call her Miss Diane. Hello. um, She likes Deacon. Yes, Diane, you're doing some amazing things over there. Y'all going to leave me alone about this Miss Diane. You're going to leave me alone about that Miss, okay? That's what we're trying to get you to see. (laughs) (laughs) But, anywho, I just wanted to call in and say I'm so proud of you guys um, and everything that you're doing. Know that you may not hear from me too much. I'm so busy, but but I'm always watching, always watching. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. Thank, you Thank you, Diane. Thank you, Diane. Absolutely. Have a good night. You too. She's so you sweet. She's doing some amazing things over there. And, and yeah, y'all make sure. We love to support a Yes, if y'all are in the Vegas area, she will be doing her thing at the uh, Ian Joyce event. So make sure if y'all are in mm-hmm. that area, go on out and support them. Yes, we love it. Absolutely. Thank you. We so appreciate you guys coming to kick it with us and sharing your literary creativity and all of your juice, juices and letting them flow and just being open and having a good time with the girls and let's chat. We want each of you to shout out all of your social media um, your book that is out, or if it's not out, when it's coming out, um, and any events that you have coming up. We know y'all got 2019 on, on lock, so what's the first 2019 mm-hmm. date? We're going to start with Raynesha. 
Um, we actually got a couple of things rolling this year. Uh, we got an anthology. We got a we got an anthology. Can't give too many details. Um, but I'm gonna say it's conglomerate and some friends that's coming mm-hmm. out um before the end of the year. I have a book going to stores in April. It's Kesney Two Revised. I think I got three going next year. If I'm if I'm not. Am I that right? Three? Mm-hmm. I got to ask a business partner. Um, we got the building block <laughs> of business coming out. You you might as well just say look for for either me, Quincy, or one of our authors every month from here on oh, out. Because oh, that that's how we moving oh. like a train. Oh, all right. right. And Quincy, we know you all do social media, Quincy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like she said, um, we're working on the building blocks of finance, and I got um, perception and obvious. Um, don't have a set date, but um, look for perception and obvious. It's um, from Toxin. It's book two and three of Toxin. Mm. What's up? All right, Red? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, my uh, social media, I am Ver- Vernetta Forever Red Odom on Facebook. And I am red underscore right eight o three on Instagram. As far as events coming up, I don't make a lot of plans. So you know, um, when I do show up, do know this: I'm gonna show up and show out. So I'm gonna surprise everybody along with myself. But please know, 2019, I'm coming. Awesome. <laughs> That's right. Love it. <laughs> and Keisha um, Midnight Candies is available now um, I'm Pretty Blue Eyed Kitty on Instagram My Facebook is Keisha Davis um, I don't have any events um, out now Everything is going on in 2019 mm-hmm. Alright one. Well, my my Facebook is Juan Diaz, but if you look me up, you'll get a bunch of Juan Diaz. Just look for the cover of my book, Pulling Me Back, and my um, <laughs> Twitter is Tears of War Diaz. You'll find me real quick if you uh, type that in on Twitter. And I have one event coming up. I'm trying to work two more in, but I got one event. It's only for Delaware writers. It's the uh, mm-hmm. Whole Casting Book Festival on November 10th of uh, 2018. Awesome. Well, we and also, awesome. uh, Pulling Me Back 2 is coming out um, 2019. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, you guys let Lucia and I just tag us, and uh, like you said at the top of the show, we love supporting and we share red knows we always share on her stuff but we would love to put you guys in the mix of our sharing so and also know that this is your home you're welcome to come back here anytime to share anything or just to chat it up with me and Lee. you guys the door is always open here in the chat room thank you absolutely thank we you. appreciate you guys thank y'all for coming to kick it with us Sharing all of your creativity, we'd love to know what's going on in your creative, uh, your creative kitchens. Mm-hmm. Thank, you. Thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep moving that thank train. You so much. 
over there, Trey. Yo, have girl. a good night. You have a good one. Enjoy your have a safe weekend, you holiday weekend. Enjoy your holiday. Y'all too. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Lise, this was an amazing show to end up our summer season before I take a full break. I love the team. That is the epitome of team right there, that conglomerate ink. That is actually our theme for winter. We kicked it off with Conglomerate Inc., but every month we're going to um, bring together a team. Uh, in the month of October, mm-hmm. our team is going to be uh, Faye Wilkes and Blacktop. I call them, just call them Top. Um, but we, we want to, because I, I'm really, really, really feeling like, you know, there's a lot of things that are missing um, in the industry with African-American mm-hmm. authors because they don't understand how it works. And we always say mm-hmm. you got to know what you know because you know it. And the best way to do that is by visualizing and seeing it. You know what I'm saying? How are you mm-hmm. going to know right. if it's not shown to you if you can't see it? So we like to always right. bring people on that's going to show you the movement, that's going to let you see what the movement looks like. Um mm-hmm. So I'm excited because we have a lot of things going on and coming up in November and October in October and November. Um mm-hmm. and it's really, really surrounding teamwork and branding and building. Y'all know that's my thing. We always have um people come on that can give y'all those insights, give y'all that information. Um, because I, I always want to make sure we entertain, yes, but we have to make sure that we're teaching at the same time. And so that's one Absolutely. of the things that I enjoy. So in October, we're going to have one a month, uh, one mm-hmm. team-building show. We're going to have our Mind, Body, and Soul shows, and we're also going mm-hmm. to have our relationship um, uh, shows. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, part three, but it's gonna be every month. So I was gonna be a relationship show, um, battle of the sexes type show, and I mm-hmm. just feel like you know, we we focus on so much here on Let's Chat. We always have different topics, mm-hmm. and we do it because life is different. People are multifaceted uh, faceted with their their personalities in in the world and society. It's always you know, some people have that that niche, and a lot of times, mm-hmm. as an author, you you get stuck in the box of books, and you have to think outside of the book. You have to think outside of that thing in order to push your brand. And you got to have a right. niche. You got to know how to build your team. You got to know what branding is. You have to understand that you're a brand. You got to understand the business of books, and they don't talk enough about the business of books. Um, but we're going to mm-hmm. start doing that, making sure that we are doing that once a month, making sure that that information is out out there so people are not only entertained mm-hmm. but they're educated at the same time. We appreciate right. y'all coming to kick it with us. We will see y'all in October, October 4th. Let's chat. We'll be back. We appreciate the Conglomerate Inc. team for coming to kick it with us. Thank you, Diane, for stopping by. We appreciate all of our mm-hmm. listeners, all of you catching this on the replay. We appreciate you, too. If you want to catch our <laughs> I interviews, say this if before, you... I'm sorry, before, before we ended up, and to end our team building segment, I just want to say Leisha is one of 
we are a team, Leisha and I, and I just want to say Leisha does so much, and I just want to say I'm glad that you and I are a team. We are a true team. We are always just a, a click away or a phone call away, and I just want to let everyone know that I so appreciate my teammate, Miss Leisha over there. Like she said, we have fun, but we also love to educate, and uh, and that's what we do. We have fun with each other, and we educate each other, and she is one of the best teammates that I can ask for in this blog industry. So thank you, Leisha. Thanks, T. And if y'all just tuning in and y'all missed any part of this interview, no worries. You can head over to blogtalk.com, check out this interview and all of our other ones, all 225. Or you can catch us on any podcast app as well as iTunes. We appreciate y'all coming to kick it with us. If you missed our show last night, make sure you catch it because that show last night was everything. It was very powerful. Uh, We had uh, Mir Smith. Uh, a.k.a. Pin Game on, and we had Marie Dunn on, and they we talked some talk about life and, and just things, children, and it was awesome. So if you can catch that interview, go ahead on and catch our archives. We appreciate mm-hmm. you guys, and we will see you all in October. And, again, all of those that are trying to get on the show and we're taking a break in the month of September, you can always get an interview on the blog. Um, of the Hardcore Reader blog, just make sure you send your request in or drop your name and your email in my inbox, and I can send you the email. It's a free platform. I normally charge for the blog, but I'm not doing that this time. I'd like to be able to um, put people out there and, and get people to be able to experience just a little taste of these authors with these fabulous pens, these fabulous minds, and this creativity. We appreciate y'all, and we will see y'all in October. Good night, everybody.
Discouraged to tell 